Last episode, we spun the wheel of fortune and it landed on the topic of people who inspire us. The first person I honestly thought of was my mom, and the second person I thought of was Kobe. And four days later, I'm having my noodles, and I get this really messed up BBC notification saying that Kobe Bryant, age 41, and at the time we didn't know how many other people were in the helicopter, but now we know it was eight other people, including his 13-year-old daughter, Janna, had died in a helicopter crash. And I literally have not felt that kind of pain in like 10 years since I had a death in my family, which was also very sudden and very tragic. And so today, we're going to be talking about Kobe, because it seems like the right thing to do, considering that we just had spoken about him, and that he was very, very influential in my life and very loved also in Italy and actually in my mom's hometown of Alghero. So I've always known about Kobe um, and it seems only right to dedicate some of our time to such an influential and wonderful person, especially because he is the reason why I played basketball in middle school, for example, and I just find him unbelievable. So this will be an episode dedicated to Kobe. And of course, we pay our respects to everyone else who passed away in that horrific yeah, crash. You know, there is really, I don't know if there's any right way to go about this. It's such a, a horrific, horrific event. Mm-hmm. Um, but we just really like to send out all of our best warm thoughts and wishes to the whole Bryant family, the Altobelli family, the Mauser family, the Chester family and the Zobayan family and our thoughts are really really with you in this time it's a horrible thing that would have happened and i don't think there has been such a a high profile tragedy like this in i don't know 50 years it's really the event was it's just terrible and that's the thing also is like of course people pass away every day and some of us unfortunately know it better than others what that feels like but The thing with this, which is so sickening for me personally as well, but for so many other people, is just that there was no warning sign. You know, it wasn't like, oh, Kobe's been in the hospital for a while. He's battling X, Y, Z. Or, you know, he was a man with different addictions. None of this was the case. You know, there was no kind of, oh, we saw it coming. We were literally talking about a guy who had dedicated... 20 plus years of his life his body his soul he torn this and that left his soul on the field on the court and was now like okay no regrets I'm retired I'm gonna be the best dad in the world I'm gonna support my children and all of their dreams I'm gonna be a champion for women's basketball especially and all of a sudden boom just like that he's he's gone and for me I, I I, mean, I know that I'm talking about it, but I don't actually believe it. And I know that a lot of people feel that way. And I never met him, obviously. And the first people that I thought about when I, her- thought when I heard about this was of his wife and of his children. And then to hear that his um, middle daughter, um, Janna, who was 13 and was definitely going to be a, a wonderful basketball player, which she was already extremely talented, had passed away. I, 
honestly, I was shaking, right? I yeah. I mean, it no, was No, you were eating your terrible. noodles, <laughs> and the second you picked up your phone, I was sitting across the table, the second you picked up your phone and your eyes widened, I knew that this was, like, horrific news. Mm-hmm. Genuinely, you, were, you were stunned. Shocked. You were shocked. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, Kiara has... Well, she's idolized Kobe mm-hmm. pretty much all your life. Yeah, since um, I'm like nine or ten. Yeah, you love basketball. You love sports. Uh, you're always like it, sport plays a massive role in this house. So uh, it really did impact Kiara a lot more than it did me, as I've never really had much of much influence or, mm-hmm. or been as involved in the whole basketball sector. But even though even hearing this, dude, I was shook. Genuinely, yeah. it was horrible. Even though. I'm pretty sure in the first episode of this podcast, you actually said hashtag Mamba mentality. That is something or that we will get of on these, in a And bit. we're going to get on to that because you don't have to be a massive Kobe fan to have heard about Mamba mentality or to adopt that in your day-to-day life. Um, and it's part of what makes Kobe so, so, so much more than a basketball player. I mean, to define Kobe Bryant as a basketball player is an insult, quite frankly. Um, he's he was, so much more than oh that. my god he was a man of so many talents which is exactly why i had chosen him as one of the two people who inspired me the most um in our last episode so what can we touch on when it comes to kobe well what i know more about kobe especially from living with you is the mentality, the the mentality that he had, because you know that sports stars, they I guess they can be classified into two groups. That really, really good sports stars. You have the talented sports stars, and you have the sports the sports stars that could be talented as well, but that have the work ethic that get them places. They have that Mamba mentality. Mm-hmm. So when I was looking more into Kobe, the statistic that really struck me um, was the fact that. He is the NBA's career leader in only one statistic, and that's the most amount of missed shots. And he beats the second place by 1,064 shots. Mm -hmm. So that says so much more about Kobe's mentality than like any of the other statistics, in my opinion. He took the most shots. He was there. In that sense, it's, you know the saying that's like, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take? Mm -hmm. That really applies to him. Like it speaks wonders of, of his view of hard work and of being passionate and and literally giving it your all and that's why i think his last game was in 2016 am i right yeah and so that's what four years ago uh he's recently retired um and i heard in some of the interviews that he gave that he he would sacrifice maybe spending time with with friends going on holidays for his his love and passion for basketball and his his need and his uh, drive to get to the top so that he could finish and have literally given it his all and have no mm. regrets. And that's the so and that's, that's yeah and that. that's the saddest part about this whole thing is that sure you can say, Oh, but out of all people in this world, you know, Kobe Bryant, he's he's passed away at age forty one, but he lived more than probably everyone living in I don't know <laughs> 10 blocks here in Paris, for example, you know what I mean? And in many ways that's true, but also he, like I said, he had sacrificed so much of his life and of his well-being in many ways, um, which most pro athletes do, of course, um, but obviously Kobe took it to such an extreme um, to play basketball, and now he was finally having the chance to, like, enjoy the fruits of his labor, you know, be with his children, be with his wife. Because when you're an NBA player, 
the U.S. is a gigantic country. You know, we all know that you can drive for six hours and you're still in the same state. Mm-hmm. So when you're an NBA player, especially when you have these so-called road trips, you can be spending time and time and time outside of the house where you're, you know, in a, in and out of the house at antisocial hours, so to speak. Yeah. So you may not see your kids, especially if you have young children. So you're flying from place to place, coast to the, coast. That's the, the term on the road comes from the U.S. Yeah. because you're still in the same country, but... You know, you you could be on the road for days. Genuinely. Exactly, and that's the thing. So finally, he was being able to enjoy retirement, and um, what's been said time and time and again by his confidants and his people who know him uh, very well was that he was so happy to be retired and to just enjoy life and all that it has to offer because he had dedicated so much to his craft. And by the way, he was enjoying different fields. You know, he ended up winning an Academy Award for um, his, uh, you know, love letter, so to speak, to to basketball called Dear Basketball. Which, which if that doesn't inspire you, you yeah. have no soul, <laughs> genuinely. It was, um, it was a beautiful love letter to basketball, which was then um, made into a short animated film with a beautiful soundtrack and an even more moving... Um, um, uh, illustration to go with it and just the idea that a man with so much potential and so m- with such an a- acute desire to learn and he made that so blatantly obvious just died in the most tragic and horrific way is just what makes it so shocking and I say that he made this desire to learn um, very blatantly obvious because um it was always said that in his house he wouldn't cover his walls with any of his accolades but it was actually covered with pictures of people who inspired him from Steve Jobs to whoever you know maybe like I don't know who else but like a business mogul that he would um, have a lot of respect for I mean he was really grabbing life and everything that it has to offer and that's just what honestly makes me sad. And then don't even get me started about when, when we found out that his daughter was there. That really messed with me. Um, just because someone so young, and someone who really could have easily continued his legacy. Um, and was and already beginning to. Yeah, and, and it's wonderful because, sure, you know, we now have this like really wonderful um, tweet this this hashtag is trending which is girl dad um because kobe famously said well at the time it wasn't so famous but now everyone seems to know but i remember it um he was talking um in an interview about how proud he was to have um girls and that he hated this thing of oh but you need a boy or whatever he was like why you know like i've got my girls who are going to carry on my legacy and now we have this wonderful trend of you know hashtag girl dad which is great and I just wish that maybe some more people had been aware of this at the time but I also know that in some ways Kobe was a bit of a divisive figure in the sense that the media always loved to put Kobe versus LeBron um, so if you're a hardcore LeBron fan you know you couldn't you know really <laughs> accept that Kobe was you know a great guy but now obviously everyone regardless of of who you've grown up idolizing whether you know you're all about Steph Curry now or you're all about Magic or Shaq or you know n- you're a massive Ben Simmons guy now or girl or 
doesn't matter because Kobe Bryant was just a legend in everyone's eyes. Um, and I'm glad that in a way he's getting all the love that I think he really deserves. And in addition to that, um, there's talk about different ways of honoring him. So no official moves have been made yet by the NBA, but there are a couple of players who have already changed their jerseys. So Kobe first wore the number eight and from 1996 to 2006, I believe. So for the first 10 years of his career. And then for the final 10 years, so 2006 to 2016, he wore the number 24. Do you know why he changed to 24? I'm not exactly sure, no. Um, there's lots of different like stories that go about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but whenever he was asked about it, he always said, you know, same, 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 but different. <laughs> um, but no, I don't know the... I've always wondered that, but I've never heard something that to me sounded like concrete. very concrete. Also, mind you... When he made that change, I was still very, very young. So for me, in my eyes, I mean, 24 is is Kobe's number. But obviously, I've seen so many of the highlights of when he started out. But anyway, because he wore these two numbers, um, which are already both retired by the LA Lakers, and that was done as an honorary honorary thing once he retired from the game. There's been a call to to ban it, hasn't there? No, not ban it. To have it retired through all the the different... um, teams and the Dallas Mavericks have already done that they said no no one will ever wear um number 24 again um which I think is a wonderful gesture from Mark Cuban who is the owner of the Dallas Mavericks and another thing that is being done now is that the last couple of games that have been played they've done eight second shot violations and they've just let it slide and same with 24 seconds again to honor his numbers but this the way that I've seen people reacting, so many of people who I also grew up really admiring, like seeing them in tears and stuff on my on my screen is totally mind-blowing. Seeing these like giant men just completely reduced to tears, un- even like unable to, to answer a question because they're just crying and crying about Kobe, to me says so much about how influential he was. Uh, yeah, I think that just goes to show the power that he had. I don't want to say it in the sense of the power that he had over people, but the, the influence that his legacy had and sure his mentality that had not only in the in the people that worked in his industry and in the NBA, but I mean Neymar, for example, he dedicated his goal um on on the night that he passed away. Well it was a night for, for us in Paris, um to to Kobe. He put up the the two, two and the and four. The four. Um, and there's just been numerous people from from the whole sporting industry, but also from beyond, um, and even on you know not to get political, but from political figures, there's been mentioned. So you could really see Obama, that, yeah, Trump, yeah. Hillary Clinton. And I don't think it's the moment to you know start saying oh, but they shouldn't, but they should. I think it's a beautiful and uniting oh, thing. Oh no, they one hundred percent should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They really should. And I think that it's so out of all of this mis- misery and tragedy, the beautiful thing is to see how everyone comes together in in order to support his legacy and to sub- to, to really sh- like prove the legend that he left behind yeah. in that sense and continues to leave because I really do think that it this will, will not it, will it won't cease to it exist it will not and it will keep going and there's also talks well so Jerry West um for those of you who don't know him I if I were you I would google him but also he um is a legendary player 
um he played in the nba and then he was also kobe's coach and they were they maintained a very 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 intimate relationship for a very long time extremely close um he doesn't he's currently the 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 nba logo he's that white figure that you see in the logo he's made it very clear he doesn't want to be it anymore um and there's been a petition that last time i checked i've signed it myself um for Kobe to be the new NBA logo. So I think there's 2.5 million signatures at least. It's probably more since I last saw it this morning. But that just shows how many people hold him in such a high regard. And there's been petition as well to rename the... The Staples, the Staples, Staples Center. Staples I don't know if that will happen, but for example, I think they could easily rename the Lakers practice facility, um, which is completely separate um, to... Uh, they, I think they could name that. Yeah. you know the Bryant practice facility or something along those lines because look people have lots of different opinions on this um I've always said that in my eyes Kobe is the goat so the greatest of all time because there's something about him I if you consider the personality and everything the intel the IQ and everything like the basketball IQ and everything all together like for me I've always seen him as genuinely number one I also didn't grow up watching Michael Jordan and LeBron James never really captivated my my imagination I, I definitely wasn't in the era of you know Dr. J and Larry Bird and all that kind of stuff so for me Kobe has just always been you know the one that I grew up watching going oh my god like what a superhero you know um and so for me it makes a lot of sense that he would be the next logo even more so because of the impact that he had over on the community as you mentioned um but because what a beautiful way to honor someone who really was also a great ambassador for the sport um, and who was so well-loved because he was also such an international guy. I mean, Kobe spoke Italian fluently, yeah. basically. Well, his daughter, Gianna, was, or I don't know how you say it, Gianna. Gianna, yeah. Well, it was an Italian name. Yeah, I and even um, uh, Natalia, his mm -hmm. eldest daughter, um, Bianca, his second youngest, and then Capri. So all of them with either Italian or, you know, making a reference to yeah. Italy names. Did no, he, he spent, I think it was eight years that he spent in Italy or something along the Yeah, he, he spent a, l a, a significant chunk of his childhood um, in uh, Italy, and then he went back to the U.S. where he lived in Philadelphia. He went to high school at Lower Marion High School, played with a number 33, which is also retired there. Um, and... Then he was drafted to the Lakers as yeah. a teenager, which is unbelievable. What I really like about Kobe is that, sure, you can take his basketball legacy on its own, and it's incredible, but he was an, a super intelligent guy as well. I mean, he didn't go to college, but he scored like, I think it was at 1,100 1, or 1,050 or some, some score on his SATs, which would have guaranteed him a place at any university that he would have liked mm -hmm. at the time but you can just tell i mean some it people shows. also have those intelligent eyes you know those those big curious eyes and oh my god i really think he i really think he had that like but we know that he did i mean a guy mm -hmm. who who writes well you know all these poems and in his spare time he also wrote raps by like rap by the way i don't know why i said raps <laughs> he, but um yeah no he was unbelievable and he had the mamba sports academy he also had a subsection of that which was dedicated to um like wellness and um nutrition 
He also had um, the new Granity Studios, which was like a, his creative outlet, the so Kobe to speak. The Kobe Studios, I think it was called before or something. Yeah, and now it's called Granity. Mm-hmm. Just he was he was dipping his toes into so many different things, and he was clearly just not only having so much fun, but being so <laughs> successful, as I mentioned already. Um, and he had the character for it as well, like on just a personality basis, of like course, taking so charismatic. And yeah, he was charismatic, but at the same time, he was extremely sure of himself. Of you course. know, and but you can't be that charming and that charismatic um, without that I- that wit and that intelligence. And he just had that, and he was also clearly a very funny guy. He just he knew how to play the game on and off the court, and that's why you have to really give your hats off, like chapeau to him and. I'm at a loss for words, even though I'm talking a lot in my mind. I'm like, bloop, 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 because I just, I cannot believe that the guy that I was introduced to at such an early age by my uncle who adores sports, and I definitely got my passion for sports from, I was introduced to this guy, and I thought he was God on earth, like, honestly unbelievable, has now passed away. It's just completely, it's, Mm-hmm. it doesn't fit like i can't compute it i remember one of the things that we spoke about on the night that we found out because we're on the other side of the world um that players in the nba there was there was a couple there were a couple of games on where they still had to play and they, and were, as crying. they were crying and as soon as they came out they were given this information they had been given this, ins- this the information in the changing rooms i'm not sure how exactly the events unfolded but i just remember it was this whole like idea of how how much this would have impacted the players playing and not only that when they were interviewed as well about you know how what are your thoughts on it um how do you feel about out about the recent events they were literally just speechless and i think that's in many ways how most people feel i mean i, d- I don't i don't know at all how how their family right now is is, is doing but i send them oh only my God. i don't even want best. to I imagine can't even it put myself in their shoes genuinely but you could see the impact that it had when um doc rivers who is the coach of the la clippers he couldn't speak he completely broke down in tears mm-hmm. he was completely overcome with emotion because i think that shock factor especially as i mentioned at the very beginning like no way would anyone would have imagined something like this. You would have had to have been sick to think of something like this happening, you know? And all of a sudden, here we are, and it feels totally absurd, and I was so excited to speak about him last week. Like, I was mm-hmm. bubbling, you know? I was like, ah, hell yeah, I'm going to be able to talk about Kobe. I, yeah, it's unbelievable. But I think it also says a, a lot about basketball as a sport in the, U- in the U.S. specifically, because if you're in the NBA... It's not like football, um, not American football, like football, soccer, football. The real, <laughs> football, the, real, the, real the real deal, um, where you have a million leagues in every single country in the world and this kind of thing. Don't get me wrong. You have basketball leagues everywhere. But the NBA really is like the, the epitome. You know what I mean? It's just the top, the top, the top, the top. And um, just look at what country wins the basketball Olympics <laughs> every year. <laughs> but, you know. It shows what a close bond these players have to one another because there's such a limited number of them and the fraternity that really exists between them. The fact that it has impacted so many of them to such an extent that they all, that so many people knew Kobe so intimately, it, it just it just speaks volumes. And for me, it's something that I've always adored about the NBA and I've told people this in the past. It's like, 
when you, if you ask me what makes the NBA different from all the other leagues that I've seen is that it's such a limited amount of players and those people are there for life. Do you know what I mean? Until they retire. Because someone can play in the Premier League for five years, that's in, and then they go, okay, ciao, I got an offer from Real Madrid. Sh- you know, out yeah. I go. That's it. You know, I, it's kind of done. I mean, you have those legendary stars that stay at the same football club their whole lives, but it's less and less common. Yeah. However... The, mobili- the mobility is... Yeah. However, crazy. in the NBA, sure, people get traded all the time from team to team. Kobe didn't. He was uh, with the same team the whole time. Actually, that he was he traded at the very beginning, but he was never part of any other team as he was with the Lakers. He was mm-hmm. traded by the Charlotte Bobcats. That's what they were called at the time. Um doesn't he hold uh, it just it just shows sorry i just wanted to finish my thought was it just really shows um the unity that exists within the the nba that's what makes it so unique so for me this has been in a very traumatic and sad way a wonderful manifestation a display of the beauty of of the of the league mm-hmm. what yeah. were you gonna ask me oh i can't even remember Doesn't no he no the record um, oh yeah it was the records for for uh, I don't know how many he would have, but the the one team records. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has I a lot of records of which are related to being done, X being done by a player that has only yeah. been with one team. Yeah. Which, again, I think is wonderful. Don't get me wrong. I mean, there were rumors, and we know that it's true that there were moments where he was tempted by uh, potential offers, especially to go to the Clippers, which would have meant that he didn't have to relocate because they're also based in Los Angeles. I mean, they share the Staples Center mm-hmm. um, as the home ground. But um, at the end of the day, he was he was a one one team guy, and I think that's also very much part of his appeal. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I I do agree, and I think that what has been wonderful is seeing the the response everyone in all these different communities i think i've already said this but but just basically it it shows the power of humanity and you know what being human and feeling these emotions it kind of gives you the sense of solidarity and like you know because there are a lot of people that are in your position you know it's weird because when you have someone that you know personally in your family and they pass away that's something in itself but when you hold someone so dear that you've never met you know like an idol i think that it's also completely understandable to feel those kinds of feelings and it is the same for so many people right now they are feeling that even if they haven't even met Kobe um, because they are part of your life essentially and they are people that have inspired you for so long and they have touched you and changed you so in a way you do know them because you have let them in yeah you let them into your homes and for me there's two things I want to say that the first thing is that for me actually I have a very intimate memory with um my uncle which is basketball related and it was right after a terrible tragedy had happened in our family and we bonded over a basketball game i remember being very emotional throughout it i i I think i just turned 12 um but we were just watching this game and i was very emotional because of things that had happened but this was our way of just bonding and just you know, enjoying um, that that special moment, and so for me also, when Kobe, Kobe always held that that extra special layer to me, and so when he died, I really was like, this is a sick joke. This is a sick, sick joke, not for me, but just in general. You know, as we said, like 
a great life to be extinguished in that way. And the second thing that I wanted to say was that, sure, I have a lot of people that I admire because I consider myself someone who's very curious. I like to learn from from others. Um, but I'm not the type of person who just throws around the word idol or I don't really care too much about celebrities, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But with with this with this guy with Kobe, one hundred percent, I would I would say that, and yeah, I, I'm more, I'm almost embarrassed by the amount of texts that I got the moment that it was news that he had died because I've never met him. He wasn't my family, and the first people I thought of was his family. Yet here I was sitting there and I was receiving message after message like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, including from um, someone who used to take care of my sister and I when my parents would travel. And we lived in Geneva when I was like 10, 11, 12. She was like, oh my God, are you okay? Because I remember you were always talking about Kobe. You were always playing basketball, wearing a Kobe shirt, a jersey, whatever. And I was like, I can't believe it. Um, I'm sure he's the reason why so many people right now are playing basketball. 100%. But so he inspired all of this new generation of basketball players that you have mm-hmm. in the NBA. The first one that comes to mind is a guy called Devin Booker. He was crying on the night that Kobe died and they had to play the game, you know, for example. Like, yeah. it just says a lot. But for me personally, it was therapeutic to, to talk about it and, um, yeah, to also be open about how you're feeling is always very important. Don't get me wrong, there's nothing that can compare to what his family is going right now. But I think it's important to pay tribute to someone like Kobe because. He definitely impacted my life. I will never, ever forget Kobe, obviously, and mm-hmm. I will never forget the moment that I found out they had passed away either. And I'm excited for the future, for things that will be done to honor him, whether that be being a first ballot Hall of Famer or how they will honor his daughter, who also passed away, and everyone else, of course. That, yeah, I know. It's just... It's sickening. It really is. And so... If you only really started hearing about Kobe Bryant from the 26th of January when he passed away, I would really recommend you watch some of his highlights. You watch some interviews. Watch There's so much basketball. to learn. Please watch your basketball. It's five minutes of your time. And I promise you it will give you that extra extra jump in your step the following morning because you really do feel that motivation. And Yeah, and just on a personal level for me, I like reading about Kobe and learning about him through you mainly as well even just living in this house I have been inspired by his mamba mentality I I cannot deny it Um, so almost as like a little tribute and like a little um, like a little homage I will be waking up every weekday for two weeks at 5 a.m. to run and sweat and really you know push myself almost just to do justice to that mentality that that he's left behind and hopefully he will continue to leave behind and I feel that through doing this at least on a personal level I am I am doing it some justice um because I feel that you know change starts with yourself rest in peace Kobe